Locked in with Mike and Ben! Welcome, once again, to uh, another episode of Top Ten with Mike and Ben. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, We're happy you are here with us today. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else with anyone else than you, Micah, and you, person listening. Whoever you may be, insert your own name. I'm happy to be with you. The three of us, together. It's just the three of us here. That's it. Sounds like a nice statement. Because <laughs> it makes it sound like I would want to be with you and where you are more than anywhere else in the world. But you did apply it to all listeners. Is there a fighter jet flying over right now? Are we under attack? Uh, yeah, this is My apartment's actually on a military base. I don't know if you knew that. Uh-huh. Um, no, I didn't. Yeah. Didn't realize I went during. If there's an, ex- if there's an explosion, don't worry, no one was harmed. Okay. They're just making sure their bombs work. Hmm. Yeah. So were you were you saying my statement wasn't as nice as I made I it sound like? I lost interest. Anyway, do, let's talk about Frogger. <laughs> you know Frogger? I do know Frogger. Remember I'm that? familiar. Wait, for uh, my, do you, for do my, you want to explain it to the listener that might not know yes, what Frogger is? Yes, that is my nickname for my buddy on uh, my list from last week that had gorilla legs. Remember the frog guy with gorilla legs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That was good feedback from that from that episode. Yeah. It was really good. Of, that was pretty much everyone's favorite, I hear. I hear. I've heard. <laughs> uh, six million downloads. Yeah. On a Tuesday. Which is pretty rare for a Tuesday. That's more of a Monday. I think we set a Tuesday record. Yeah. For all those podcasts. It's pretty big. Uh, so Frogger, yes. Tell me more. Wait, I'm supposed to explain it? Yeah, at this time you give a little rundown to old, the listener that doesn't know what Frogger there is. There you go. Old arcade game. Big hit. Our parents loved it. My mama loved it. Uh, frog jumping across traffic. And you, you're the frog, and you're trying to get him across traffic without getting smushed. Yep. And you're trying to get to these other, your frog friends on the other side of the road. That's right. In the river. You, you have to go through the river. river too. And now that I've explained Frogger, why are we talking about Frogger? Why not? Fair. Well, no, I do have an Fair. actual reason to. Okay. When was the last Frogger game? Well, that's a, that's a good point. I used to play Frogger on the PlayStation 1. I just was dated myself. Was that the myself. same one that I played on the computer? It was 3D, and there were multiple yes. frogs? There wasn't just Frogger, but there was like... Uh, there was a little one named... Steven? No. Hold on, I got this. It's frog-related. I want to say the little one's name was Tad. Oh! That makes perfect blue. sense. Maybe. Um, there ha- definitely hasn't been one for the Xbox 360. There was one that I played on the computer. Okay. It was a, th- a 3D Frogger. And so it wasn't just like going across the street anymore. It was like this 3D world and you're running around and collecting stuff. There was a level that was like a bunch of people's backyards and there were lawnmowers everywhere that you were avoiding. Ooh. So it was like still the basic aspect of Frogger, like jumping around and avoiding being run over by stuff, but what? it was what 3D you, and kind of cool. Did you like step on a frog or something that made you think of like the good old days when the frogs think it stepped on? Like what do you, where does it come from? Uh, in the same place that our lists come from. The soul. Oh, I just well, flip the mind so I, I off my, and I put my soul, turn soul off all filters and the very first thing to drift up there into my head is our topic of the week. This time it was Frogger. Last time it was pencil erasers. <laughs> slash pen erasers. Slash erasure. So that's Yeah, I forgot about erasure. That's true. So from wherever you're standing, it may look like we're going downhill or uphill. I just think we need a new mega... Well, current mega entry in the Frogger franchise. Okay. We're finally getting a Metroid 4 
Metroid Ooh, yeah. Prime 4. Yeah, yeah. We're also getting a new Metroid. I didn't know there was a third one. This is embarrassing to me. Yeah, I didn't. There is. I, I've never played the third one. I had no idea. Uh, maybe like an yeah, anthropomorphic frog with a gun crossing Ooh. the street. Do you know what? You know what that means? <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't <laughs> like to discuss it uh, because we have a, we have a different episode today. But first of all, sorry, was there any more Frogger related things you want to say? Unless thank you thank goodness, because I've, I've, I've literally nothing. I'm surprised I, I said you'd be anything. A more passionate about Frogger. I mean, I like Frogger, but I'm not like George Costanza over here. Remember that Seinfeld episode? Probably yeah. not. I haven't seen every episode of Seinfeld. The one where he has the machine and he's trying. He he doesn't. He has a high score. And he doesn't want to lose it. To the episode of so, Friends where they have the Miss Pac Man machine. No, no, had. because okay, because uh, George. Oh Cast- yeah, yeah. Miss Pac Man. Yeah. All right, that for uh, for you guys listening, my wife just heard a Friends reference and had to make sure it was correct. So anyway, uh, George Cassandra is trying to get across the street with the literal Frogger arcade machine, and he's playing Frogger to cross the New York street. It's kind of hilarious. Hmm. It's a very Seinfeldy thing to do. Yeah. Anyway, we of course catchphrase have a catchphrase of the week. Catchphrase of the week. Thank you, my buddy Kyle Jurassic and my buddy Chris for uh, our catchphrase of the week. Brought to you by Kyle and Chris, I guess. This crest. Crest. Brought to you by Crest this a, week. A new fresh is is their tagline for... Because I'm thinking of the toothpaste, right? Yeah. This is a toothpaste, guys. Uh, you know... Eric. If you're what? listening, Eric... Uh, Combs? Combs. Okay. He did research for us on um, fair use in using other yes. people's music yep. in our podcast without asking. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if he can also do some research into claiming people are sponsoring us when they're wow. maybe not. Yeah, could you please let us know, let us uh, know how much trouble illegal. I'm in? <laughs> because I do that a lot. Um, but, Eric is our researcher. My dad is our Googler, apparently. Oh, okay. Um, but he'll send me things. It's nice that we have official after he's, for everyone. Yeah, he'll send me things after he's listened to it. It's no longer relevant, necessarily. But interesting to me, okay, nonetheless. Makes sense. And Brittany's uh, our uh, critic. She tells yep. us every time we're wrong. Oh, gosh. That's so <laughs> yeah, great. Um, anyway, uh, speaking of Crest, I looked at my toothbrush this morning and said, how old are you to my toothbrush? I looked at it and went, when was the last time I had a new version of you? When were you new? And I, I Man, sometimes you just don't know. Girl, girl Micah does a very good job of keeping our toothbrushes up to date. Yours? Otherwise, I Wait, would still... Do you, share, do you share a toothbrush? No. What? Not, she replaces mine as What well. TV show... Where someone found out this year. Where they find out that uh, (laughs) Lily, Marshall, Ted, and Robin have all been using the same toothbrush. Anyway. Anyway, uh, the catchphrase for the week is, uh, that was a previous episode. This is, okay, here we go, here we go. Catchphrase of the week is, you need common sense for the common man. Now, this is a pretty deep one. This is a pretty deep one. Sounds pretty philosophical. Yeah, you're not going to yell this at someone. It's a little different than... I literally already forget last week's. Uh, uh, messy space in your face. Yeah, not yeah. messy face in your space. Although I might like that better. You, you flipped it, but that's fine. Um, you need common sense for the common man. I, f- I feel like after you say something pretty profound, you just throw mm-hmm. that out there. Okay. Profound but simple. Okay. And I have no examples because this podcast is not profound or simple. Well, occasionally we say some pretty deep things. You think so? On accident. Yeah. I don't see, think we ever mean it. It just yeah. happens. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm not going to... need to watch for it this time and be ready to use Oh, that. be ready. Yeah. 
which would challenge us a little bit because you have no examples of anything profound. Nope. This is not something you're going to like, you know, dunk on someone and be like, the common man. Well. It's com- actually, actually, I mean, actually, that's a good point. Feels good. Ooh, ooh yeah. Common, or you need common sense for the common man. <laughs> actually, I think actually, that would be way that, more effective. That sounds much meaner. face in your space. Yeah, that sounds a lot meaner because you're like, wow, not only are you talking down to me because you've knocked me on the ground. Eric. But you just taught me a life lesson. But you, well. you think you can? Te- you think this is the time to teach me a life lesson? How dare you? Yeah, I like that. Cool. What what uh, list do we have for today? Because we are nothing if not top ten listers. What do we have? Did you hear my throat, throat gurgle there? It happened. I certainly hope not. Mike caught it. You think twenty whatever episodes in we wouldn't throat gurgle anymore? Kind of involuntary <laughs> bodily action. It's fair. Top ten wedding traditions. That need to exist. Okay, so not ones we don't want, but ones we want. Ones we want that aren't necessarily common or real at all. Now, Micah, you've been married before. I have done that before, You've done that before. Mm -hmm. Um, Looking back at your wedding Mm -hmm. and the list you've created for today that I I do not know. (laughs) Neither do I nor our friends know. Would you want these to be in your wedding? Oh, absolutely. Okay, so I'm... Wait, hold on. Let me I'm not sure if I did list my list correctly then. <laughs> These are wedding traditions that you want to be real. Yeah, but... Wouldn't but you I, want to use them at yours? Well, I thought of this being already married and not having to do these things ever because my wedding already happened. It was awesome. I'm doing a brief scan of my list right now because it's been a while since I made it. And I would be okay with... I think every single one of these being used okay. in my wedding. I like that. I wanted. To, I want to see. You know, I think I'd be. I think I'd be okay with all these as well. They're pretty awesome. All right. Uh, do you want to jump right in? I mean, uh, let's go yeah, for it. We might as well. Would you like me to start? Let's do that. Okay. Let's start with you. All right. Uh, my number ten for this week, and I have a specific location for these. Did you do that at all? Like, what country Maybe. or state might do these? Oh no. I decided. I did it for a couple, and decided to go. Like it's interesting to do all that because I researched a little bit. I care, Ooh. and a lot of these were very like country specific, and I did some that were state specific, which is not a thing, but I decided to make yeah, it a thing. It might be, yeah. So like in Texas, mm-hmm. they probably line dance at their receptions. You're probably a little right more than we do here. That's a good point. Uh, so my number ten is California. At one point, the priest, pastor, whatever person, person will look at the bride and say. Are you totally sure? And then <laughs> give like a, that's a part like that's the like the traditional <laughs> vows are yes, always yeah, there. This right. would be one of those things. Are okay. you totally sure? And then give like judgy eyes to the groom, like that guy, really? And then vice versa, because we gotta be equal about it. Yeah, so sure. they they look at like bro for real, her really, and they'd be like, yes, that's part of the vows. It's like yeah, would this. <laughs> Yeah, I'm here, aren't I? <laughs> would this be okay? Would this replace the whole like speak now, forever hold your peace thing that no one really does anymore anyway? Sure, I like okay. that. Yeah, okay. We need to bring that back in some fashion. Yeah, but just for the the couple getting married. And I certainly hope there's not a situation where like the groom's like, oh, you know what? That's a good it's a, question. I mean, it is a valid. <laughs> it is a valid out if you need one. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's good to ask that. I think. I guess. What's your number ten? <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, wedding party obstacle course. <laughs> when? Uh, 
That, that's the question I'm going with. During the ceremony. Oh, during the ceremony. I think that the whole wedding party has to go through like, this obstacle as they course approach to get the front. To the front. Yep. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yep. And not too difficult. That's you don't amazing. Want, like, the bride getting stuck and, like, having to send a rescue team in for her. Like, one of those maybe kind of simple, childish, inflatable obstacle courses. Hmm. That always ends with, like, a big hill that you climb and slide down. Something like that. The whole okay. wedding party does it. That's awesome. Oh, like so maybe it would be like behind the the altar area where everyone stands, you know, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. The obstacle course would be behind it in that big like inflatable slide that they go down at the end. would just pop out right at the arch of the altar. Okay. The arches have a name too. So when people finish, they would like walk straight through the middle and then okay. over to their assigned spot, ending with the bride the bride and the groom would come first. That's the thing. The right? bride, the bride would be going through all this. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, important. It's essential. Maybe they all do it barefoot because that would be helpful. At least the Ooh. women, and then their shoes would be at the end, and they can just, just put them on real quick. Because <laughs> nothing looks better than a bride on her wedding day putting her shoes on after coming <laughs> out of an inflatable slide. It would be fun though. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Right. Work for it. All right, yeah, my number nine. Let's hear your number nine. Germany, or what? pronounced Germany. Oh, uh, I thought you said harmony, so I'm glad you this, this one. This one's kind of intense. Uh, I'm not going to say parental advisory on this one. Hmm. More of just like, this is, I don't know. I don't know. Lauren was I like, like where this where, is where going. This? Lauren was like, Ben. <laughs> all right, so Germany. You all of your lists by your woman? Uh, sometimes. Wow. <laughs> and I refer to her as my lady. Thank you. Uh, Germany. If the couple has engaged in premarital sex, then they are to both hold a baby during the entire ceremony. Wait, what? <laughs> if the couple is engaged in premarital sex, that's been disclosed to the priest or whatever. Okay. Then they are to both hold a baby during the entire ceremony. You want this to be a thing? Wait, 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 wait. Is there one baby that they're holding together or are nope. they each holding a baby? They're each holding a baby. <laughs> As like a, is this like a scarlet letter deal? Scarlet letter. Yeah, this is pretty simple, intense, and I don't know if I agree with this. Is it completely. a shaming tactic? I don't, I don't know, know where you're going I don't with know. This. I really don't know. <laughs> is this a real tradition that you found that you want to be mainstream, or did you invent no, this? No, I, Okay. Some of these were inspired. There, There is, I took this from a tradition, actually. I think it, I don't remember the country, maybe like India. No, not India. Some country where they'll put a baby on like the bed that they are to like consummate the the wedding the marriage oh. on and so like, like give them some good luck that yeah the baby's baby. to like to bless them in fertility or something like that which is kind of creepy so it's like yeah. alright now that the baby's been removed from the bed let's just go to sleep tonight <laughs> <laughs> alright what's your number nine my number nine is that the bride has to pick her groom from a line what so, okay, yeah, I, did, I definitely need to explain this. Okay. It would just be, like, a funny little tradition. It wouldn't have a lot of meaning. But you'd probably, like, I'd just imagine that the groom and all of his groomsmen would be, mm-hmm. like, lined up on this the stage altar area. And the bride would go through as if she were selecting cattle and pick her groom. So she'd, like, I don't know, probably examine all of them and their, their, uh, their, their buttockses and their jaw. It's falling apart in my head as I explain it. <laughs> I don't like it very much anymore. I, but. I, I'm providing him with the most confused, <laughs> judgy face that I'm not even trying to make. It's just, just happening. I'm so lost. Just line these guys up. 
and she just examines Examine them. their buttockses? Is that what you said? <laughs> no, I panicked. I panicked. I made this list a long time ago. I panicked. <laughs> their butt. If I was a girl, I'd be like, hey, stop examining him. But she picks, the, she picks the crown, and it's cute. Okay, I think, Let's move I think, on to your no, number no, eight, no, man. No, no, I think I like the idea of what you're going with. I just didn't I think explain I, it very well. I think it makes sense. It just got really weird sounding. Um, all right, my number eight. We should, yeah, we should move on to that. My number eight is Texas. The Brian Lee Room arm wrestle. And whoever loses has to deal with the finances. Forever. <laughs> the loser of the arm wrestle has to do all finances forever. For, for the whole marriage. That sucks. <laughs> and, okay. But honestly, it helps the couples get in shape. That's a good point. Before the wedding, because they're going to want to work out, because they do not want to lose that arm wrestle. That's a good match. point. And, I mean, stereotypically, men are stronger than women, but some women can get a little beefy, and they can oh, just, totally. like, boom. You know, they can get She'll just be a little more motivated to put more work into it. Right. And could you imagine the embarrassment if he had to do not just the finances for the rest of his life for his marriage, but he lost to his wife on his wedding day? I know no Texan wants to do his own finances. I don't even think do you do, do finances. the finances or do, does a girl Ben? Uh, <laughs> I, would, I like I would that. Say, I try and really trying trying very hard to make that catch on. I would say I do because I think, and not to insult Lauren, it's just. Her lifestyle. I think if 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 you were to say, Lauren, do you do the finances? She might say, What do you mean? <laughs> okay. So, girl, Mike could pretty much. Well, I don't. Uh, yeah. We try to do it together. I mean, you know. Yeah. I don't know. 2017. Girl we do it Micah together. Has a better concept of money and economy than I have. Uh, okay, that'd be me. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Let's move on what's your to an economic? Yeah, discussion. for real. For real. What's your number eight? So you know how they always do, like, the first dance? Mm-hmm. I'm aware. That's a yeah. tradition? Mm-hmm. That's great. And not every couple loves dancing, though. Mm-hmm. I don't dance. Girl Micah doesn't dance either. I can't imagine. Like, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I, that I, I can't can imagine do. Girl Micah moving, moving in any way that could be misconstrued as dancing. <laughs> Neither of us are huge dancers. And so, first dance... That was honestly the most stressful part of the whole wedding for really? me. That's interesting. It's good, some good Micah insight. So I think we need to have different firsts. Like maybe the couple sits down and has their, plays their first board game, this man and wife. Oh my gosh, that's or so much longer than one first song. first make-out session. Okay, that's <laughs> what I thought of initially. First video game. Maybe they play a quick Mario Kart race together. Okay. Maybe they have their first high five. That's interesting. Your first, first whatever you want it to be. Anything. Yeah. But, but do something different. Don't always do dancing. But what if everyone okay. likes that? What if you do your first make out? Okay. And then as man sudden, and wife. Then all of a sudden everyone's making out because the first the first oh, dance yeah, is always the stage. In. I like that. Everyone oh, I don't like that. Why not? <laughs> well, okay. It's so adorable. so I had random friend from high school. Lauren had random friend from college. Those two made out so much during my wedding, and I was like, "Wait, did, really? Did you guys know each Wait, other really? before this?" Yeah, and it was like, "I've never gross. heard this story." It, it was like a couple, a couple of bass, basses, the fish. Do either of them are familiar? Listen, do either of them listen to this podcast? I don't think so. I love, oh, I, hope so. I love so one bad. of them very much. The other one, I may have said one word to her, like "Hi, hello," and that was it. But no, G baby. I'll say his name. Ah, uh, G baby. G baby. Uh, he just. I was just like Garrett. You know. Nope. Uh, uh, Gerald. 
Gwen. Gwen? Gwen, the Green Knight. Um, I think, never mind. Move wow. Um, <laughs> Gwen, the Green Knight. Is that going to be the from, episode title? <laughs> maybe. It's from, that's a real thing. Okay, I'll believe you. I'll believe you. Uh, no, G-Baby, you know, he never passes up a good make-out sesh, I guess. Ugh, sick. All right. My number know, seven. One might be your last. You got to take advantage of all of them. <laughs> Sounds like he, something he oh, probably man, would we say. Move on. Um, What's your number? S- yeah, seven. Britain. <laughs> I keep forgetting <laughs> that you're starting with like where it is. I'm really proud of this list. And then you say uh, Britain, and then you get confused. Britain. Go on. The groom and the father of the bride have staring eye contest, and if the groom wins, then he can consummate the marriage with the bride that night. If the groom. <laughs> If he if he loses, he has to wait until tomorrow. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, so this, and the tension would be oh so thick. I mean, if you yeah. are one of those starers, it's going to be a miserable, terrifying experience. I hate it. But everyone yeah. else, I would. Oh yeah, maybe not everyone. Everyone's just watching like situation. Oh. Yeah, in a tense situation, but I do, and I would just love every second of that if I were attending. Right? Yeah. If you were attending, because I'm pretty sure. So, I love my father-in-law. Best father-in-law you can ask for. Um, love him. Hashtag blessed. And I don't think I talked much to him directly during, like on the wedding day because I knew like what was what was going to happen later. And I want to get into details. You can figure it out. No. Okay. I don't even know if he has if he knows I have a podcast. He does. Of course he does. He knows I have a podcast. I'm going to specifically email the link to this episode to him. That's fine. Okay, cause, well, no, he's he's the kind of father-in-law that walks into our new apartment and says, "Oh, the bedroom <laughs> where the magic happens," and I just go, "Please, someone tra- please transfer me. That with Can me, I be somewhere please? on a beach or something?" And it's yeah. kind of vanish from the situation, um, and it's kind of gross. But uh, yeah. Anyway, I just think of that awkwardness where it's like, I get that you know what's, what's going to happen, and it's like that stare down. Mm. It's like the father's mm. last chance to yeah stop you Dude, one more night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like that. Um, I really like that actually a lot. Thank you. Why is that's that, very why good. Is that only my number seven. I'm actually pretty happy with that. Damn. All right, what's your number? You guys are thinking about getting some coffee. Is that cool? Ooh, or he he's loves coffee. He's very comical right now. I wish this was a YouTube. Podcast. Hey, Rocky, do you not see that I'm right here staring at you trying to get on the counter? <laughs> you okay, you're looking at me. He's like, but you're acting as if his, I can't see you. His gaze says, could you please stop watching me? <laughs> Rocky, we're recording a podcast, and I would prefer you don't try to get nasties out of the sink right now. Thank you. Michael, what's your number seven? My number seven. <laughs> this one, I'm assuming, will be my controversial entry. Like my holding baby one? Ex-boyfriends not only get invited, oh, but they get priority seating oh. on the edge of all of the aisles. On the edge? Mm-hmm. This is the worst the thing inner I've ever heard. edge. So they're all standing there. They're all front and center as the bride walks through. And it's like her walk of victory. Oh, Because okay. she didn't end up with any of these losers. She's with that stud up at the front. And it's like this big honor thing. So they get that invitation and they know they're going to be seated on the edge. And they know they're going to be part of the bride's victory march. But if they decline the invitation and don't show up, it's like a huge dishonor on them. So they have to go and be shamed because that culture defines honor and dishonor. So if it's just a tradition, that's actually a very good point. You got me on that one. Dang it! Yeah, dude. What this is? What if this is embarrassing for the bride, and she has 
like so many ex-boyfriends, they have to double up on the ends. <laughs> That's pretty embarrassing. <laughs> well, that motivates you early in life to not have that many boyfriends. That's well, a good or, point. Or Gosh, she, what, you have every answer right now. You're killing me here. This or is great. she just changes the seating arrangement so there's like 20 rows, but each only has like four person in a row. <laughs> yeah, maybe. So the groom doesn't have to have any any exes because they would burn I the mean, whole thing down. Yeah, it's just I thought of only for the bride because like yeah. the brides walk down the aisle is yeah. usually made a big a more big deal than the grooms. Sometimes point. the groom just appears at the front. Now, Michael, let's get real because okay. we're nothing if not honest and transparent. Sure. Do you have any crazy ex girlfriends? Yes. How many? How many, Micah? Ex girlfriends in general, or crazy no? How many ones? crazy ones? Oh, probably just one. Okay. Yeah. Are they crazy? Oh, sorry. You said one. I don't think any of them listen to this. So, uh, is that person crazy? You were sophomore. Uh, I was just, a sophomore just naturally, in high school. She, she, she was, was naturally crazy. She was a freshman. Oh, she's a little a crazy. So, a yeah. sophomore freshman, just naturally. Yeah, I think you so. didn't make her crazy. <laughs> no, she was always okay, a little cool. crazy. Everyone uh, doubted my judgment. Oh, uh, yeah. But I think I just wanted to have a girlfriend, so I did that yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's move We've on. all been there. It becomes so, a relationship podcast. No, for real. So, guys, please don't uh, live Mike, Micah's mistakes. Because yeah. he's he's already lived them. Why would you? Uh, that would yeah. be redundant if you were to live them, too. Yeah, that's pointless. It's pointless. Blaze your own trail. You dummy. Number six. <laughs> you big dum-dum. Uh, not you, the listener. <laughs> Who's reliving your mistakes. My number six. Team six. In thick Canadian forests. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You already have to pause. Is this just a Canadian tradition? Yes. Or is Hence it just Canadian a, forest. Is what? it just a tradition if you have your wedding in a Canadian forest? I don't know. Continue, Ooh, that's a, you should I, finish it first. I don't know, because... I haven't so, heard all of it. I'm jumping to conclusions. So marriage only applies per state, per country. Am I right? <laughs> no, I'm married in every state. Hey, don't don't lie to me. You made this joke on your honeymoon, did you? I don't think so. I definitely did. We didn't go out of state, though, so I don't know how I could have made it. We did go out of country. Not valid no, there. Un- is it... I guess I don't... Honestly, don't know. <laughs> is it... Uni- I don't know. Is it worldwide? That's Not universal. Question. I guess universal. The state of Michigan is my paperwork. Yeah, but the I mean, state it's universal, of Michigan is heart. one of the United States. Guys, so that makes sense. Guys, do I have to say that I'm just being, I'm just being goofy but right is now? Is my Come marriage on. valid in Mexico? That depends on how many things are actually valid in Mexico. <sighs> okay, I'm asking an actual question now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if, Dad, Dad, Google that. Thank you. Appreciate. Yeah, it. Uh, Ben, sad. Please Google <laughs> if uh, girl Micah and I moved to Paris, France. Oh. Would we have to be married again? <laughs> Now that you phrased it that way, <laughs> I feel like absolutely not. This is the dumbest question we've ever asked together. Nope. Ben's right. dad, please look that up. Okay, so I my need a legit answer. My number six: in thick Canadian forests, the men are to battle a grizzly bear if they are Ooh. to wed their bride later that day. Wow. Okay. Same so they day. battle the grizzly same day. <laughs> it's like they've got like an arm hanging off their body, like barely well, on, and they're like, okay. "I do." Are they allowed to prep for this at all? Like, can they oh, bring yeah. weapons? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. I mean, they can't bring, like, a grenade launcher. It's cheating. Maybe So there is a limit. Maybe just bladed, bladed, limit? bladed like, weapons and pistols. Bladed weapons and pistols. That's not a lot. <laughs> That's not a lot. Not a lot A couple of well-placed pop-pops, and then you 
get one good stab. Basically, if you're going to get that close to a bear, you've got one good stab, let's be honest. You need a big honking pistol. I like a shield. I'd bring a shield. I'd probably bring a shield. I would also have a spear so that I can pierce but still be a little far away. That's what my gun would be for. Um, well, that's have, what a gun is. And then I would have two desert eagles. Whoa. Yeah. Because they're pistols, but they do quite a bit of damage. Mm-hmm. They're also like my zombie apocalypse weapon of choice. Are they really? Aren't they like the loudest pistol of all time? I don't. I made that yeah, up. I don't know. I'm going to use them. I want to really splatter that head all over the place. Ew. Yeah. Hey, I was at this uh, fish fry yesterday. I looked into your eyes when I said splatter that head, and it was weird. Oh, continue on. Ooh, you went to a fish fry. It, were you thinking of killing me if I was a zombie? Because that's pretty messed up. Dog. If you were a zombie, I would kill you. I appreciate that, because I don't want to be alive. Yeah. Um, it's a nice thing to say. Super dark, I guess. Um, I was at a fish fry, and I, as I was exiting with more uh, f- fish, because I had fried, fried fish. The fish was really good. The fried fish was good. Um, so I was, as I was exiting, this kid, like... All of a sudden, appeared at the screen door and started hitting it, just like hitting. It. Well, he had a couple toys in his hand too, and he was hitting the screen How door. How old is this kid? Oh, he's like two or three okay, or something. That makes more sense. Started hitting this like real hard, like ah! And it looked like the scene from like a zombie apocalypse movie, <laughs> where someone's banging on the door. Do they just appear? And the kid, he scared me. He's like ah! And he's like ah! I'm like oh my gosh, let him in, zombies. See, knowing that you work with teenagers primarily, I was yeah. imagining a teenager like banging on the door with toys in his hands. <laughs> And it was way cooler. I have a very weird group, yeah. Wait, where did you go to a fish fry? Uh, Do we have those here? My boss's house. Interesting. Yeah. It's weird to call him my boss, but I, I guess that's up, the truth. I grew up in a very small town in Indiana. Yeah. Uh, Brown's build. No, for that place. <laughs> Brown. I just said Brown's build. Yeah, it's Just so everyone out. knows. Okay, tell me more. It was very tiny. Where you could just like walk everywhere in the town. Mm-hmm. And we always had a yearly fish fry, and it was a really big deal. The whole time. So, That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So fish fries have a very dear spot in my heart. The fish is that. really good. Yeah. Anyway. What's your number six? I have no idea what number one. Are we on team six? Mm-hmm. I just shared mine. Virtual reality video game ceremonies. Okay. Because then you could have your ceremony for the cheap. Anywhere. Cool locations. Yeah. This is why I thought of it. Okay. So I have a friend. Nick. Nick. He was oh, on our Nick. podcast. He was on our podcast. Uh, he and I and his wife all used to play Minecraft together a oh, lot. Oh, yeah. A lot. And so when they got engaged, I made it my goal to personally, by myself, create in Minecraft a massive cathedral that they could be Minecraft married in. I did complete it, and it is awesome. We have not yet had the Minecraft wedding ceremony, though. We're in, like, DEFCON 1 for Nerd Alerts, but it's fine. Don't care. Keep going. Don't care at all. (laughs) Oh, shit. And then step further, Mm -hmm. virtual reality video games are becoming a legit thing now. They're only going to get better. Yeah. And cooler. So if you could, like, have your wedding in Princess Peach's castle. Whoa. Good example. Yeah. On... Jembe? The Halo on oh, Jinbe. On the Halo? Like from Halo? Yeah, from the first Halo. That's that first good. Halo. Pretty good. Uh, anywhere. Anywhere you want. Wow. I'm trying to think of video games. And Hyrule. You could have your wedding in Hyrule Castle. And people wouldn't even have to go to the wedding. <laughs> yeah, they could all just tune in from home with their VR sets. It's kind of suck for receptions, though. Can't really Reception's eat. there, too. Oh, yeah. 
Maybe you would like Blue Apron in the food. <laughs> this episode brought to you by Blue Apron, which is, <laughs> which actually that. actually sponsors a lot of podcasts. I take that back so I quickly. Know, I know it sounds really bad. Now. Maybe I'll bleep that out. We'll see. We'll see. Um, anyway, okay. I just think okay. it'd be cool. There's a lot of possibilities. You yeah. could do cool things. You could okay. do it like while. Wow. Fine. You could involve dragons somehow if you want because it's a video game and you, you can could, code it however you want. You could have you could have people have to like battle a dragon before the wedding yeah, or something. Why not? Cool. I don't know. Possibilities are literally endless. I was just about to say literally, that. literally endless. endless. Anyway. Do you want to do the switch up? This has been a so switch up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! That's what we do now. <laughs> that was a new thing that Micah did that I've never seen before. All right, go ahead. My number five. <laughs> number five. Uh, I have a ceremony on a carousel. Okay, my I number five. I think it would be fun. Oh, wait, yeah. what? Is your number? Oh, no, no. I was just going to move along. on. Yeah, that, that's, that's it. Yeah, that's it. It's cool. <laughs> I, like, I just think it'd be fun. Actually, I kind of like that. I'll be I thought of it because of uh, I had recently read American Gods mm-hmm. by, by the Neil Gaiman. That's a book. And they have that like carousel scene, and it made me think about why don't we do cool things on carousels? And it would, oh, yeah. it would bring carousel sculptors back into the mainstream. Good point. Because wedding venues very often would be carousels. They've been struggling for a long time. And so it would bring that business back into the light quite a bit. Nice. Right now, if your job is carousel animal sculptor, you don't get a ton of business. That's true. You have to sculpt other things. Yeah. yeah. We'd be creating jobs. All right. What's your number five? My number five, Russia. Everyone in the audience takes a shot of vodka each time someone messes up repeating the vows and yells slancha or whatever they yell. I don't know what they yell. Hmm. Did you mess up in repeating the vows at all? I didn't. And I was super proud of it. I did. Nice. That would have been shot. Everyone would have been like, cool glug. It was glug, mainly glug. like, I don't know, you're kind of just in a daze on your wedding day a little bit. It at is a weird daze. During yeah. the ceremony, because it's like, everyone makes a really big deal out of it. And mm-hmm. it's just... I don't know, because of that, I was just in the daze all day until the ceremony was over, and then I felt like I could finally relax. That's a good point. Uh, but I thought that the pastor that was marrying us was going to say a few more words, because it was like repeat after me style mm-hmm. with the traditional vows, and I thought he was going to go a little bit further, so I was waiting on him, mm. but he was waiting on me to repeat, and so there was oh. an awkward pause, and he was like, I'm going to say that again. He was a funny guy, so he shot, made it funny. Sure. But That's funny. You know, I, I did w- mess up. Did you spend any time besides like the morning, but like during your wedding day? Do you spend any time by yourself at all? Besides, like when I got changed. I should. Well, I, I guess besides that, yeah. Uh, I not a lot. I woke up literally. <laughs> we're getting real close right now. Oh, me and the listeners. Oh yeah, they guess. I woke up in a bed with my friend Bradley <laughs> and my friend uh, Josh. Also known as Man Beast. That's what my sister calls him. They were opposed to you getting married. No. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Both supportive. <laughs> we sure we just, with you, uh, my friend Nick. Yeah, Nick? He was my best man. So, night before my wedding, we just had, like, every male friend of mine that's ever been a friend of mine slept at his apartment. <laughs> and, like, nice. there were just guys sleeping in the hallway, everywhere. Every surface was covered wow. with a, a human, a male human. Hmm. Uh, that's so, fun. Yeah, from the moment I woke up, I was surrounded by dudes. Yeah, until the end. So I was never alone. I was in a room by myself uh, right before, like right before the ceremony, and I think the pastor left me there on purpose so I could have Weird. like some time oh, with myself. Okay. Some I think reflection. I mean, I mean, I prayed during it, but 
this is funny. As I was praying, um, everyone started laughing. So like I was in this. Wait, small... I thought you were alone. Why was everyone laughing? So, so let me explain. Okay. I was in this room, um, kind of off of like the stage or whatever for the church. It was kind of a room like backstage, basically. And so everyone's outside being seated, and everyone had been seated. Gotcha. And yeah. I hear everyone laugh, and yeah. I'm like, "What in the world is happening out there?" Later, did I find out my mom couldn't light the candle or whatever? Oh, nice, nice, classic, classic mom. You know. <laughs> so, but I, but I'm like praying, and all of a sudden, everyone laughs, and I'm like, "Uh, what does this mean?" Nothing. It meant really nothing. Sure. Uh, yeah. What sure. is your number four? My number four. I have to give credit to this to my friend Tyler. I don't know if he listens to this. He knows we have a podcast. I'm not sure if he listens. Well, then I hate him if he doesn't. We were, he and I, he's a friend from college. We were both attending a wedding together. Mm-hmm. We were both in the crowd watching. Sure. And we were watching like the Unity Candle, Unity Sand ceremony. Yep. It was one of those. I don't remember what they did. And we were watching and we are like, why don't people branch out more? Why don't they do things other than Unity Candles or Unity Sand? I had a friend do like, a Unity Lantern. Oh, that's cool. still kind of the same. It was very cool. It was still kind of the same concept. So I just, I wonder why people don't do more things. And we decided that it would be kind of hilarious and awesome if the bride and groom had to do a Unity house. And so they stood up there uh, and built the house that they were going to live in together. Mm-hmm. And everyone just like sat around and watched until they were finished. Uh- Okay. It would take so long, uh, and it would be so awkward. You just have to well, sit there. You can't help. Especially just watch them build, struggle to build a house oh, Yeah, when, he, when he's, like, putting something together, she's like, is that straight? And he's like, I swear it's straight. And then he hits his thumb with a hammer, and he's like, oh, my gosh, you distracted me. How, why did you do this? And they're like, it you're sitting there like, oh. This is the... Yeah, this is the one on my list I'm not sure I'd want at my own wedding. Well, because it's insane, first of all. But it would be hilarious. <laughs> okay. So good. All right, my number four, very quick. This is everywhere. Chocolate fountains are necessary if the wedding is to be blessed. Did you have a chocolate fountain? Nope. I did not either. I, mean, I need, I need to renew those did. vows. With just one and I and a chocolate fountain in our dining room. That's all I want. My sister had a, one of my sisters had a cheese and chocolate fountain at her wedding. It Dang. was, yeah, it was as Dang. magical as you I would have stood there the whole time. I had a grad party with a chocolate fountain. She listens to this. I was like, please, hey, please come join me in the back of the garage at the chocolate fountain because I will not leave it. I'm I mean, always there. They're a pretty great thing. Yeah. All right, what, what's your number three? How are we doing on time? I have no timer going and I normally do and I'm really? feeling really lost. Uh, <laughs> your face was kind of adorable for some reason. Uh, we're we're going very long. So far. are we? <laughs> yes, we are. Good. Seems pretty. Normal. So go ahead with your uh, number, number three. three. Week long destination wedding reception <laughs> slash vacation. So everyone does. Well, not everyone, but people sometimes do these destination weddings mm-hmm. where people go to this cool location, they watch the ceremony, and then and then the bride and groom, the person that they know, leaves. And they're at this cool location with a bunch of people they don't know. Yeah. Essentially. Okay. Which is weird. So I think the reception should be a week-long party. Sounds amazing. So the bride and groom are there the whole time. The two people that are the glue that are literally holding everything together. Mm-hmm. But it's at a fun location. Like it's a awesome. beach resort Sounds or something. Insanely expensive. But yeah. Yeah. Maybe. But I do love this it. this was the tradition and the norm... Prices would probably go down to account for that. That's a good point. But Maybe. I mean, when you're when you're in that like college 
age, mm-hmm. uh, or just recently out of college, and all of a sudden you have friends that are getting married like left and right. Yeah. So there's like one year I went to five weddings. Yeah. Been there. That's five weeks. Oh yeah, that would be difficult. Maybe. I mean, it would be amazing for me, but I don't know how work. Well, maybe would people would just get married that. less frivolously. <laughs> <laughs> And that's what we're trying to solve with this list. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> I think this all stems from me just loving the idea of destination wedding. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, girl, girl, Micah, and I did not have one. No, I, no, I did not. But, and I had never done one until, kind of, girl, Micah's... <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't want that <laughs> She had a name when we were doing I the know, podcast. Before the episode matter. that she was in, she had a name. Yeah. Now she doesn't. <laughs> Girl Micah's sister, so my sister-in-law, <laughs> Stephanie, yeah, yeah, yeah. who I also like to call Festiny. Anyway, she got married last fall in Oregon, where they're from, but not at the location where they're from. It was like this cool house in the wilderness, and there was like this awesome backdrop of mountains and stuff. It was amazing. It was super cool. But it was like my first destination wedding, where I like went to and stayed at the venue for several days. I want to go to Oregon. And someone please take me. It. Oh, it's amazing. Please take me someone. Thank anyway, you. Anyway, so I think I have like a weird obsession with destination weddings. And maybe it's because in TV it feels like they're always doing destination weddings. So I want them to become normal. Eric. Eric Combs. This is me talking to you now. Eric Sh- nope, Bleep that nope. out. Eric Combs. <laughs> gosh, <laughs> gosh. Dang it. All right. Eric Combs. Eric. You know your real last name. Take your real last Take Micah and I to Oregon. Why would he? Anyway. And why does so, he repeat all of that? Wait, why is he taking us to work? So my number three. <laughs> my my number three. That. Okay. Netherlands. <laughs> I Or some places in the U.S. as well. The prankster. The prankster. This person, their job is to prank somebody during the wedding. Not the bride or the groom, but someone else. And I'm thinking of, I'm being inspired. I'm thinking about Winston. From New Girl. Mm, classic Winston CC. Mess around. Winston! <laughs> I love Winston because what does he call himself? I forget. Prank Sinatra. Oh, yes! <laughs> and he did things th- that go from like very mellow and weirdly simple well, to prank. way too intense. Yep. And that's what I love about this character. If you haven't seen New Girl, check it out. Oh, so um, like, for instance, he once put like blueberry in Schmidt cereal. And thought that was like the funniest thing in the entire. <laughs> he's like, what? he's like, what is this blueberry doing in my cereal? And he's like, <laughs> I pranked you. Like, who cares? Uh, but then he uh, also registered Nick as a sex offender <laughs> for prank. <laughs> so it's always too soft or way too hard. Yes, and so someone would be pranking someone during the wedding. Okay, and the bride and groom just get to enjoy it whenever it happens because it wouldn't be them. I like it. Is that your number three? Yep. My number two? Yes. Everyone that attends the wedding has to pay an entrance fee. Uh It wouldn't be too intense. Okay. But it would go toward a bet on a horse race. So to accommodate this, horse racing would have to become way more popular. (laughs) There would need to be more of them. But it would be so cool. And it would be, the bet would be in the name of the bride and groom. So everyone pays an entrance fee that goes toward a bet on a horse. If that horse actually wins, though, the bride and groom just get a big chunk of cash. That's awesome for them. That's kind of interesting. Either way, everyone's really invested in it, and so the race would probably happen during the reception. There you go. And so everyone's, like, really into it and cheering, and it would just be this really big camaraderie thing, and I think a lot of fun. 
And in that long shot that you do win, Bride and Room could totally make bank from it, and that's awesome. Best wedding gift you could ever ask for. A boatload of cash. I like that <laughs> idea, but let me one-up it real quick. No, not possible. What about betting on which uh, girl, woman, is going to catch the bouquet? Okay, bouquet. you could do something like the that. Bouquet? bouquet? I call it a bouquet. Oh, thank that's you. because I'm a uncivilized an uncivilized barbarian. <laughs> Thank you for finally admitting that. Gosh, we've been tweeting about it for years, uh, me and the listeners. Um, but like, if the betting was more in-house, mm. I'm not sure where okay. you go. I do like your okay. idea. I love that. I um, just really wanted, when I came up with this list topic, the first racing. thing I thought of was, was horse, horse racing, racing somehow. What? Yeah, I don't know how. <laughs> okay. I wanted to incorporate it in some way, and this is what I came I up like with. It. And I loved it, but... If you didn't want to be that extravagant, betting on the bouquet or garter catch would be pretty cool. That's cool. My number two, America. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry. Every time I still think America. That's period. It. Like, that's it. That's the it. Tradition is America. Anyway, America. The bride gets to shoot a groomsman with a paintball gun for getting too drunk during the reception. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So whichever groomsman gets way too drunk. There's always the someone can just wail on with the paintball. Bum, 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 and everyone's like, like cheering, like, yeah, awesome, you're yeah. so cool. Yeah. I love yeah. It. Like, that groomsman sucks. This is your day. And maybe he just never gets to know when it's coming. It's not one of those things yeah. that, like, the DJ announces, like, hey, everyone, head over to the dance floor to watch the bride shoot the, this groomsman with the paintball gun. Bride. How did you get in? Once again, listeners, I'm so lost. We're not even at my apartment this time. We're at Ben's, but my wife is still walking in. So, are we ready for my number one? I am ready for your number one. Uh, it's maybe good. Hold on, I have to remember what it was. Okay, go ahead. Oh, it's good. The groom and the best man have to duel. Okay, I love people. It. I'm there. Someone doesn't matter who. Maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe it's an ex-boyfriend and it's staged, but. Either way, the groom's in the duel, best man's his second, and it's this awesome male camaraderie thing, and a duel, which provides awesome entertainment for everyone, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and he's like earning his bride. Everything about it is awesome, and I, my biggest regret of my own wedding was that this was not involved, wow. which is why when I was making my list and ranking them... Uh -huh. I thought about which one I regretted not being in my own wedding the most, and it was this hmm. one. Easily. Hmm. Well, like I always say, you need common sense for the common man. Oh. Man. <laughs> Nailed that. <laughs> All right, my number one. <laughs> Micah. I don't know if that was the best use, but I just tried I, to I make it, it felt kind of right. I don't know. <laughs> I appreciate you trying to make it work. That was good. My number one, and I hope you enjoy this. I really, 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 really do. Because New Zealand. Now, what happened in New Zealand? That Lord is, of the Rings. Yeah, that's the only thing worth caring about that happened in New Zealand. Yep, right? it's the only thing I know about New Zealand. The wedding ceremony begins on... Holy crap. Continue. Sorry, I'm already so excited. I started <laughs> thinking about Lord of the Rings and got excited. Right, here here. The wedding ceremony begins on a field. The groom's side with the groom marches toward the bride's side with the bride. Epic Lord of the Rings music is being played very loudly in this field. Like battle music, Shire music. Like, like battle. Content. Dun, dun, okay, dun, dun, okay. Dun, dun. You know, the bride carries a shield. Ooh. And the groom carries a sword. Okay. When they finally, epically, approach each other, 
they both kneel and place the shield on the ground in front of the groom and the sword on the ground in front of the bride. And then some maybe chiller Lord of the Rings music starts playing. Some Shire music. Some Shire music. And then and then basically the music they just kind of there you go. The music just kind of when the music ends they're done so they kind of have to just sit there for a while. Like <laughs> for until, the whole until the music Shire song. Until the okay, music yeah, and sense. then they enter the church or wherever to get married. Okay. So it's, okay. it's the wife laying her shield down, the, the husband laying her sword down for her. At any point, does the groom say, you have my sword, <laughs> the bride says, and my shield. I mean, that's kind of what I was getting that at without, the without, without saying it. Uh, so you just don't that's say it? Okay. That's what I was getting at without saying it, I wanted, but it's fine. Yeah, I just needed I mean, they could say it. They could say it. Why I mean, it's a little cheesy. Do your do, best maybe. Gimli or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You like it? Oh, I love it. Thank you. I was hoping you would. And that concludes our top ten list. Sure does. A lot of anecdotes in there. A lot of anecdotes. Do you have any H&Ms? Uh, I, I have two. I have one. Do you want me to do mine real quick? Nope. I'm going first. Okay, then. Two. One, ceremonial swords. That's it. They need to be involved more. <laughs> two, okay. uh, sunset to sunrise weddings. Ooh. This is just me because I'm a bit of a night owl and I like the night more than the day. But I think a wedding could be super cool if it was longer, not the ceremony. No one wants that to be longer. Yeah, yeah. But a big, long, fun reception that happens over the course of the whole night. And it would be maybe like in the woods with lanterns everywhere and torches. Mm. Mm. Creates a nice, cool ambiance. Sounds like a think. horror movie scenario. No, it's no, 100% it is. Like yeah. a big no, horror movie horror. scenario. What are your, H- your H&M? What is your H&M? Spain. <laughs> uh, if the, this one sucks, which is why I didn't include it. Spain. What? If, if the couple has been married before, then the previous spouse must stand awkwardly next Ooh. to their previous spouse during the ceremony. Smiling is strictly prohibited. So the ex spouse has to be like either the maid of honor or the best man? Basically. For the next and, Stand like, so like elbow to elbow close. Frowning, just does the ex spouse have to like give them away or anything like nope, that? Nope, just stand nope, there, just stand there and be very present. The, it's whole the time. most awkward thing you yeah, could ask that for. Would suck, huh? Okay, do we have time for a quick list? Do you have a list from Listiverse? I maybe don't, which is fine because I think we've gone a little long or for this I episode, and that's what I'm saying. Live, maybe because normally I hit the random list button until oh, do live. Wait, there's a random button. Yeah, there's a button that just populates a random list. Because random I have list. obviously never been to this website. Don't understand. But normally I just do it time and time Dude, again. Give me a random one. one. Okay. I would love it. I mean, let's do it. Here okay. we go. Click. Don't know what we're going to get. Click. Ten of the strangest crimes involving animals. Oh my gosh. This by, sounds amazing. I'm ready. By H.T.R. Williams. H.T.R. Williams? How many names does he have? Yeah, I don't know. They're all H-T-R? listed. H.T.R.? There. There's no spaces between those letters. It's like the first name is HDR. Anyway. Whoa. Oh, but I'm not going to be able to explain these, which is why I would... Doesn't matter. I'm saying the list the titles then. All right. The Mafia Menagerie, based on the picture, involves an alligator. What? Nine. (laughs) The Pet Parrot and Indian Police. Draw your own conclusion. Oh, my gosh. Eight. The Poison Frog Plot. Seven. Revenge by Rattlesnake. Team Six, the heretical rooster of Basil. Oh, 
Five. This is tantalizing. Gorgeous camel wrestling. Four. Siberian hooliganism, and it has a picture of some sort of elk deer. I don't know the difference. Three. Fish and slavery. Two. Vineyard vandalism by evil weevils. (laughs) Number one. Lord Lucan and the dangerously eccentric Zookeeper. Five out of five, (laughs) ten out of ten, five stars out of five stars. The first person you're going to put in our list-making Hall of Fame is the person whose list we did not actually evaluate at all. Dude, HTR, (laughs) what in the world? I need to know everything about everything you just stated. Okay. Wait, so when you do these, see, I don't even know how you do this. You, like, figure out what it actually is. This is list verse that I'm showing you for the first thank time. Thank you. What internet? What? Mm-hmm. So you can click a random list button. Which yeah, is thank what you. It brought me here. It doesn't. And then they write an article gosh. about every single one of them. Oh, and they even had a YouTube video for number nine. I'm giving this. I'm giving this. This, this is our first, first member of the Hall of there's Fame. There's literally no reason not to give it a five out of five. That's what I'm saying. Okay, so when we finally have our own website. I think we will have a Hall of Fame yeah, list making Hall of Fame yep. section, which will. Clearly have us in it. I don't. And then, I don't need uh, to even HDR understand. R. Williams. Just the titles of these things. And did he title them these things? It doesn't matter. Yeah, they're he amazing. Made, he wrote all of us. He made those or titles. She, I don't know if H T R is a man or it woman. Could be Heather. Yeah, Heather, no Theodore Roosevelt, <laughs> Williams. <laughs> sounds sounds about right. Uh, okay, I'm gonna. I'm right now in our top ten with Mike and Ben. Universal document thing that we have making a Hall of Fame section. Put that in there, including HTR. All right, thank you HTR. Thank you List First for another awesome list, and thank you so much, guys, for listening. Guys, if you have any thoughts, uh, any tweets you'd like to tweet at us, we're at Real Mike and Ben. We love your thoughts, suggestions, ideas um, at top ten with Mike and Ben at gmail.com. Please send us an email, uh, but we'd love it, especially if you just let somebody know that you enjoy this podcast. Please don't give them a reason; they don't need it. Just give them the tantalizing idea of a podcast about top ten lists with two goofy gentlemen. And that's probably enough to get them to subscribe for the rest of their life. And so please do that. Uh, Let people know um, if if you enjoy this. And thank you so much for listening. Um, Rate us on iTunes. That would be really cool. Uh, If you reviewed us on iTunes, we'd love to read it and share that with everyone. That would be awesome. And if you know anyone in Montana... Share the good news. Please. 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 As always, thank you, Lexa and Catherine, for our logos. Thank you for our great catchphrase, uh, Kyle Jurassic and Chris, and of course. thanks to the legal immigrants for letting us use their song Hollywood off of their album Panacea. Check them out on iTunes or Spotify or whatever. You need common sense for the common man. Mm. Bye. Oh, bye. I'm Mike, check. Mike, Mike, check. One, two, one.